Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, SFFIA listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Sharif Williams. I'm recording on July 1st. And today I am talking about camping reads. Uh, but before I talk about some camping reads, I'm going to tell you about today's sponsor, which is Book Riot Insiders, the digital bookish resource and hangout spot for readers. Enrich your reading life with our Book Riot Insiders perks. We've got three levels to insiders, short story, novel, and the epic level. And you can try any level out for free for two weeks. For podcast lovers, meaning you, insiders at the novel and epic level get access to two exclusive shows, the Read Harder podcast, which gives recommendations for the Read Harder challenge task by task, and Book Riot Remixed, where we randomly pair up hosts from across our shows to talk about, well, whatever they want. Insiders also get exclusive access to bookish deals, behind-the-scenes newsletters, our new release index, the Epic Book Club, and more. Sign up for your free trial at insiders.bookriot.com. All right. So around this time of year, readers tend to talk a lot about beach reads. And, you know, we all have our different definitions of a beach read and what makes a beach read, what qualifies as a beach read, is a beach read even a thing? Um, And... That's another subject for another day. But while I was thinking about beach reads, I thought about camping reads, which is something that gets talked about far less. But I love camping personally, and I think that it's a great opportunity, camping, that is, for getting some reads in. And I was thinking about the differences between the types of books you'd bring to the beach versus the park versus camping. And I think I might have landed on what makes a good camping read for me. And that is a book that kind of has the power to take me away in the way I enjoy speculative fiction doing. Um, but also keeps me in the natural world. So basically a science fiction or fantasy book that has some elements of the natural world, whether it be natural magic or animal creatures that talk and do things and are a big part of the story. Uh, So I chose two books today that speak to the magic of the natural world. And the first book I want to talk about is a favorite of mine. 
It's The Rules of Magic by Alice Hoffman. And this is a prequel in the um, Practical Magic series, which is a big favorite among fantasy readers, um, especially people who love witchy stories. And I'm particularly fond of witchy stories where natural magic is featured, where the witches in question are interacting with the natural world or their spells are the product of the natural world. And in this story that, again, follows the Owens family, that is certainly true. So we go back in time, um, not too far back because the Owens story starts in the 17th century, but here we're in, I believe it starts around the 1960s. Um, So not too long ago, but it definitely has that sort of historical fiction flair. Um, So in the story, we follow the three siblings of the Owens family. There's Franny and Jet, and then there's their brother, Vincent. And The three children are kind of denied their birthright of magical powers. There are books they're not allowed to read. There are things they're not allowed to do as they grow up in their house under their mother's watch. And um, they're made to live this sort of pragmatic life of no magic and just, you know, being socialites in New York City and doing normal things um, that people of an upper-middle-class standing, I guess, would do at that time in New York City. So they're very urban, and they're very cool, and living their lives, but the three kids know that there's something more to them. There's something that they're able to do that isn't being realized or explained to them. And so they start to explore a little um, because, you know, you tell kids not to do a thing. What do you think they're going to do? So the Owen siblings start to explore their magic. And so begins their story. And we learn about their different abilities. And one of the kids' abilities, I'm not going to spoil who, I think if you've, you know, watched Practical Magic or you've read the the books, um, you'll probably know. But um very a very big part of the magic of the Owens family has to do with the sort of like natural world botany using things from the environment to you know supplement their abilities and to make potions and things and you know in the movie practical magic i really loved the aunt's greenhouse and all of the different plants they had there. I did not enjoy the scene with the bird, but that's, you know, uh, that's not in the rules of magic. But there is some animal magic as well. Um, so not only plants and, you know, water and other natural elements, but um, there comes a time in the story where using the natural world to supplement their powers becomes uh, a big deal and an important part of their growth and the changes they have to go through and the way they have to take care of themselves. So I just thought that this book was also a great 
sort of cozy read. It's very good for sitting in front of the campfire um, as the light is dwindling with a book light, probably because, you know, you got to spare your eyes. But uh, it's very good for a crackly fire and, you know, that feeling of being very much a part of the natural world. And it's just a fantastic story on top of that. Um, So my next story I wanted to talk about is The Bees, and this is by Laylene Paul. And this is a science fiction sort of dystopian novel, and it's an odd one in that all of the characters in this story are bees, which probably guess from the title. So (laughs) I especially thought of this book when I was thinking about, like, Initially, I was thinking about picnic books, and I was thinking about, you know, our favorite picnic companions, bees. Um, And there was definitely a time in my life where I really disliked the uh, interference and appearance and company of bees when I was outdoors, because all I could think about was them stinging me and... Uh, me having to run away from them. But this book, The Bees, definitely will give you a different perspective about bees. Not necessarily an altogether positive one, but the story follows Flora717, who's a sanitation bee, and uh, the bees are very much um, dedicated to their roles in the hive. They are born to do things, and that's the thing they have to do for the rest of their life. There is no breaking boundaries here. There's no coloring outside of the lines. Um, So it's a very tyrannical rule. And the thing about Flora is that she is not really built for that life. She has aspirations and abilities that theoretically she should not possess. So she sets about to change her life and to change her path and to do the things she is not supposed to do that are taboo and um, not permitted. And so she's reassigned. She has to feed the newborns. And then she starts to discover some things about the hive and she starts to take a sort of critical look at what's happening around her as she's struggling to figure out where she belongs and how she can go for it, basically. So um, she has a lot of mishaps and a lot of adventures and a lot of, you know, almost tragic moments. And so Flora is going from one lucky break to the next, but you can tell that things are just accelerating in this story and that at some point there's going to be a breaking point because you can't be a bee in this system and try to break out of the system and try to rebel Um, without some consequences. And this book has some deeper themes that, you know, maybe you wouldn't necessarily be completely 
willing to confront as a beach read. But I think when you're being, you know, thoughtful, you have a lot of time to yourself to think about things and the world, and you have a lot of quiet space, uh, you know, things that are allowed to you in the act of camping. There's a lot of downtime. There's not a lot of outside distraction. I think that there's room for books with these more complex and challenging topics and themes to tackle. So I think classism is one of those themes that has a deep current in this story. And, you know, rebelling against the status quo is another. So I really enjoyed this story. I definitely have gained a deeper appreciation for bees, so long as I think of them all as Flora 717. Also, they are very important to the world. Uh, But I just thought that even though this is a dystopian book that has some themes that are similar to classics of the dystopian subgenre, um, and that it can be quite heavy, I think it is a great book for camping because it is so much about the natural world, but even more, it's about our world and the things we face and, you know, the challenges that we might uh, be confronting. So I would definitely check out The Bees if you're looking for something to give you some deep thoughts while you're in the great outdoors. And that's again by Laylene Paul. So that's it. For my camping reads, I hope that everybody gets a chance to go outside and do some camping this summer. I highly recommend it. Uh, SFF Yeah is sound edited by DR Baker. Many thanks to them for making us sound great each and every episode. Thanks for listening. You can email us at sffyeah at bookriot.com and review us on Apple Podcasts if you have a moment. It really does help people find us and we love to hear from you. You can find me online on Instagram at Williams, S-Z-A-I-N-A-B Williams. And I promise I'm going to be more active there uh, starting now and into the summer. Uh, but until next time, happy reading and happy camping. Happy camping.